What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast for the number one podcast for online trainers, where we help you take your business full-time online and make more of an impact on the world. And we're back hijack Friday. And I know that this is not your typical intro, but Coach Caleb is taking over and we're freaking rocking and roll. I think I crushed that. We're here with Coach Jeff. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, that was solid. That was fucking solid. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. It's really funny because for those of you guys listening to the podcast on replay, I totally like Jeff and I will always be like three, two, one, and Jeff absolutely crushes it. But I totally started off by listing my podcast off. And I was like, wait, 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 start over. This is the wrong podcast episode. But Jeff, how's your day going? Tell us a little bit about it. It's good, dude. So today I got my nationality voters card in Mexico. So. Woo! That's been a fucking process for the last two weeks since I got back from Guatemala. So yeah, I'll, dude, I'm fucking, I'm happy. So that's one step closer to getting uh, the passport, uh, finalizing all of my citizenship papers. So that's like fucking it. good. So possibly setting yourself up to come to the next PT Dumb event. Yeah. So basically, I have to really work on my Spanish. I got to be 50% fluent in Spanish. And right now, I'd say I'm about like 30. Wow. I, I'm better understanding than I am speaking. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I took five years of Spanish in high school, actually, eighth grade till senior year of high school. And I couldn't speak Jack diddly for Spanish, but I can understand when someone was cussing me out across the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm like, I'm studying every day. Like I'll probably spend like 45 minutes to an hour every day studying uh, Duolingo and uh, Rosetta Stone. And then I also have a tutor that I'm doing three times a week. So I'm going to get Atta there. Boy. That's what I'm talking about. And it's a beautiful day in Denver, guys. We got our first snowfall. I'm excited. Never been excited for snow, but it's almost Christmas and it was 70 degrees two days ago. That's kind of messed up. And for those of you guys in Canada, that is 22 degrees Celsius. Just I did the conversion for you. But guys, today in today's podcast episode, we are talking about telling a story. And as you guys know, Jeff and I are pretty good at that. Like we, I feel like we entertain you guys pretty well every single Friday. And if you guys are inside the academy, you guys know we can make you laugh. And we're good at telling stories in every single training that we do for you. But we're actually talking about telling a story when it comes to not just the content that you put out there, but the movement that you are creating with the business and the impact that you're making on the world. And truly, Jeff, when you kind of agree, like our business in itself is a story and we're sharing that story from a different perspective in turns, trying to motivate and inspire others to do the exact same thing. Thousand percent, dude. Like this is like the biggest thing that people struggle with is understanding that like they're trying to create this perfect vision. And who here has ever wanted to watch a movie where the superhero never has to go through any adversity? Who here has ever wanted now, to read you, a you, book? Right. Going off that, sorry for interrupting. I don't know yeah. about you, but I, I for some reason it drives me nuts that all the superheroes they get the women, the woman at the end. Like it just drives me insane. It's like it's too perfect of an ending. Yeah, but let's turn that into fitness coaching, right? Like the superhero gets the woman at the end. The fitness coach 
grows their online business successfully at the end. If they tell stories. Right. And it's like in the story, right? Like like the biggest thing that most people try to deal is they try to talk facts. Like, yo, the facts about why fucking you need to be in an intermittent fasting, the facts mm-hmm. why you need to be in a calorie deficit, the facts why you need to learn about hormones and digestion, the facts why you need to learn about progressive overload versus linear overload versus fucking mm-hmm. undulated overload, blah, 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 yep. blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares about facts, guys. If I want facts, I'll go to Google. I'll go to YouTube. Yeah, I don't give a shit about your facts. I want to know the stories that you've had to deal with. I want to know the life that you've had to overcome. I want to know the fucking Ooh. trials and tribulations. I'm going to be honest. I don't care how much you know. I really don't. I don't give a shit how smart you think you are. I don't give a shit about how many progress photos, how many fucking transformations you've had. I give a shit. Can I fucking relate to you? I give a shit. Can I actually sit there and have a conversation when I'm struggling with my personal fucking journey? Can I open up to you and not feel like I'm talking to a fucking God? Mm-hmm. That's what I care about. And that's mm-hmm. the story of your fucking daily life. Like mm-hmm. in all of our fitness journeys, there is no such fucking thing as a perfect fitness journey. I don't know about you guys, but Great. like my fucking journey has literally, it has not been a linear progression whatsoever. <laughs> Same. Like started out, got good results, got fluffy, got good results, got fluffy, got strong, got fluffier, got stronger, got leaner. Like it's been a fucking roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. And like, Agreed. then there's the and, mindset. And that's what your audience wants to connect with. Exactly yeah. what Jeff, it's not our motto. And guys, you probably heard Brian say this multiple times. Facts tell, stories sell. What were you going to say about mindset, Jeff? Sorry, I interrupted there. No, dude, it's fine. Because like, it was going to time perfectly for exactly what you're going to say. Because like the thing that people want to like learn through your stories is that they can learn how to actually adapt the mindset. They need to know the story that you've gone through. So that way they can learn through reading your content, through watching your TikToks, your reels, your Facebook reels, your posts, whatever that you did it. You just didn't wake up one day and was this perfect fucking guru. You didn't wake up and have a perfect fucking physique. You had to go through shit. Like you don't have to have been 300 pounds. You don't have to have been 95 pounds. You could have just been your average fucking dude, but like you still went through the shit. Right. And like 100%. people want to know that, right? And like that's the mindset that people are looking for a connection post that's based around what you did to start improving your mindset so you can then mm-hmm. improve the way you look at food. So you don't your body will go and follow where your mind won't go. Thousand fucking percent, right? Like 100%. if you live on fucking cheesecake and chocolate chip cookies. Like which Jeff does. <laughs> yeah, literally. But like the thing is, is like the addiction that comes with refined sugars. So refined sugars are eight times more addicted than cocaine. And I'm speaking from fucking pure experience. I have been addicted to cocaine. I find it way harder to give up a fucking chocolate bar than I ever have to stay sober. Uh, that's crazy. Right? Like you just like sit there and you're like, but that's what your audience and when you think about it, that's what most people, and I guess I'm thinking America. I don't think Canada is so obese as America. Or North, the rest right of North up America. There. They're up there. <laughs> okay. So let's just say the world, North America, we'll say that, but most people, that's what they're going to resonate with. Like, I guess I want to put it in perspective. Like my ideal avatar is moms. I don't have a kid. I don't have a family. Got Alina. I mean, her is my family. Like, I do have family, but I mean, like, kids, husband, wife, so forth, like that. But what I, so, and I'm not even female, but what they resonate with is the fact that I used to look in the mirror and feel as though that I had no value. I used to look in the mirror and feel as though that I had no confidence. I used to look in the mirror and feel that I'd belittle myself and break myself up. Like, I resonate with the women that you look in the mirror and have to put on five outfits before going on because they beat themselves up with every outfit that they put on. So, I tell that story and that's kind of and i was going to say 
say something else. Jeff, fill me in here because I was going to actually try to jump into how that goes into your avatar and picking your own avatar and how that avatar picks you. But I feel like I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. So basically, guys, with what Caleb's going off of, like you got to understand that it doesn't matter who you want to work with. It really doesn't. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter if you want to work with skinny dudes, if you want to work with girls or guys who deal with body Mm -hmm. dysmorphia, if you want to work with girls or guys who deal with eating disorders, if you want to work with people who just want to like look better naked, if you want to work with people who want to pack on strength, it doesn't matter who you want to work. That's not like your avatar plays a huge factor into that. Sure. But that's not what people fucking care about. Yeah. People care about the fact that when I go to your profile, when I go to Caleb's profile, can I resonate with what Caleb's talking about? And do I Mm -hmm. feel like if I'm having that fucking struggle and Caleb was my coach, he would be able to help me. That's what I care about. Yeah. Right. So like the big thing, like, I'm a CrossFitter, as you all know, and I also am the one CrossFitter who will bash CrossFit till the end of the fucking world because I hate CrossFit. However, (laughs) when I talk to CrossFitters, right, they're all looking to learn how to adapt the mindset of a killer, right, to be in absolute utter suffering and still find a way to get that one extra rep, right, to want to fucking collapse on the floor because their lungs are fucking burning and their muscles are fucking aching and they don't know if they're going to be able to perform that last fucking snatch, clean, jerk, burpee, box over, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. They're looking for the mindset behind how do I learn how to get one more fucking rep. And that's how I talk. I always talk about getting one extra fucking done. I always talk about how to fucking stop allowing your body to dictate what your mind should do. Yes. Right? Your mind will quit when you're 40% done. So why would you allow that to dictate when you stop your workout? It it fucking hurts. It fucking sucks. But when you want to quit, you're only 40% done. Mm -hmm. I agree. I want to ask you a question if that's cool. Based off the content and guys, like Jeff still puts out content. He still doesn't have his business anymore because he does such a fucking amazing job with the academy. But like when you were writing even more content and you're having it towards CrossFitters, I know you said like, hey, I don't want to write about facts, but I'm sure you did. But did you always include a story in it when you incorporated facts? So I think this is a mistake that a lot of academy members make oh 100 but like i don't like sometimes i would use facts but like facts are bullshit i'm sorry but like i can tell you the fact is science dictates that fucking this is how to do it but there could be 12 articles and there could be 150 people who contradict me and like there's no point in me utilizing a fact so what I'm going right. to do is I'm actually going to pick a fucking hill to stand on and I'm going to die on that hill. And like, that could be the fact that I guess like I would use, like I prefer and I believe in my fucking core that if you want to get better physical transformation to drop the dumb or drop the barbell, stop fucking touching barbells. If you want to get super shredded, if you want to get super defined muscles, if you want to get super fucking like defined, like Greek God physique, if you want to really improve your cardiovascular output, if you want to really improve your overall fucking fucking well-being and you want to improve muscle imbalances, drop the fucking barbells. Drop the barbell, let, get rid of it. Don't okay, ever so bring it into your workout again. Let, let's say you write a post about that. Yeah. Do you incorporate how you drop the barbell and now you only do dumbbells so you have got this X result? Yeah. Do you incorporate a story? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I talk about like That's basically over, yeah, over Chris or not Chris, but over the first part of the lockdown, guys, when the whole world shut down, I literally first thing I bought was a set of 40 pound dumbbells and I talk about how I no longer had access to a barbell. So I guess that would be the fact, right? And then I talked about how I used one set of 40 pound dumbbells to increase my overhead squat, 
my back squat, my front squat, my deadlift, my clean and jerks, my snatches, my muscle ups, my fucking double unders, my handstand pushups with a single set of dumbbells. Hmm. And like the facts that I brought were my own testimonial. It wasn't like, here's a science article. Here's my living proof. But it was a story of like what I went through in order to get that lean. 100%. And the story doesn't necessarily, it could still be applied from a client's point of view. So like, let's say that that Jeff had an extreme injury and he couldn't use dumbbell for some reason. I'm just making this up as I go. But if Jeff writes a post about that, he can tell the story of how he used this fact with his client and put that in the post. And that is what's going to allow his audience to resonate with it. That's what I'm getting at, guys. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. So someone said like dumbbells don't work for me and he da 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 and I'll be like, yo, come into my program. I'd bring him into my program and then I would use them as a testimonial to show why dumbbells are the one thing that's actually rehab their body. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. I want to give a example for the non-crossfitters. That's that's the thing is that's not even CrossFit. Like that has nothing to do with CrossFit, right? Like, so like, this is why I hate CrossFit. So like side tangent for one second, CrossFit is stupid. I I love how you love and hate CrossFit so much. I just think it's hilarious. I love the intensity, the the multi like modalities. I just hate how it's taught and what like the Uh standpoint has become on it because coaches teach it so poorly. And this is why CrossFit has Mm -hmm. so many injuries, like the amount of rotator cuff injuries, the amount of fucking supraspinatus injuries, like supraspinatus is one of like the prime rotator cuffs, which controls the first 15 degrees of any movement in your lateral movement arm. And because CrossFit is taught so improperly and like the snatch is such a technical move. This is why I hate CrossFit. That's it. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. That's fair. But like, like guys, like how I rehab the body is bodybuilding. Do you know why I use bodybuilding to rehab the fucking body? Because I need to strengthen the tendons and ligaments to allow the muscle fibers to be able to actually support the load correctly. How do I strengthen muscle fibers? Well, I need to start doing progressive overload. I need to isolate. How do I strengthen the tendons and ligaments? Well, I need to make sure the muscle fiber actually fucking turns on. So that's where the neurological terminology comes in. I need to get the highways between your brain to your muscle to do its job. I can destroy your shoulders like you wouldn't fucking believe with a dowel. Simple. And that's not CrossFit. That is purely mobility and posterior muscle recruitment. And that's that's a fact that I could write about, but I'm going to tell the story of how I learned it and why it's so important and why it's going to be the difference between a nice round developed rhomboid, round developed Terry's major minor group, why it's going to be super important to actually get that nice full posterior deltoid look. And that's the facts, but I'm going to talk about it from a story perspective of my own experience or my client's experience or somebody who I want to just fucking actually talk about. Right. Like right. I can talk about a bodybuilder and how to actually, how they develop their shoulders. I can talk about an Olympic lifter and why they have such strong backs. And I can literally break it down like a Cuban rotation. I can do a Cuban rotation press at 45 pound barbell. Most people think that's fucking insane. That's normal for me. That's a fucking Tuesday. Beast mode. No, but that's a, that's a normal warm up for me. Right. That's part of my warm up. And that's what people really like. This is why I'm so against 
people using facts. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm all about the story because the story is what allows people to realize what you're talking is true. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm just spitting facts, well, where'd you get that? What article did you read? Yo, cite me the fucking article. Cite me this bullshit. Cite me that bullshit. I don't believe you. I want proof. Da, 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 da. But if I'm talking about the story that I went on and the journey that it took me to get there and the trial and tribulations, the fucking pains, the problems I had to fucking overcome, the solutions that I found to actually get to that position. And then I tie it all together with a solid fucking vision of them being able to have the same fucking pain-free shoulder movement, same pain-free hip movement. Like guys, I talked about my partially separated hip that I competed on three times in CrossFit. Partially separated hip, completed on three fucking times. Retarded, I know. I learned how to put my own hip back to place. I put my hip back into place. Not a chiropractor, not a physiotherapist, not a massage therapist, not an acupuncturist, not a fucking doctor, not a surgeon. Jeff did because Jeff went through the trial and error of learning how the hip girdle actually works. And that's the story of my fucking 11 months of pain. The story is I had to learn how to properly use a hip. And that's the problem with a lot of people today when they work out is they don't understand how to use their hips correctly. They just think that the hips there are allowed to fucking hold the femur head so the femur head can rotate so you end range of blah, blah. No, there is so much more to a hip girdle than you guys could even possibly imagine. That's factual. But the story of how I got there that's what people want. That's why mm -hmm. people came to me for rehab. That's why people mm -hmm. came to me to fix their squat. That's why people came to me to fix their deadlift, to fix their back, to fix their issues with their shoulders. Because I can talk about the story that it took me to fucking overcome the adversity of fucking limping around, not being able to run, not being able to go up and down stairs without assistance, not being able to fucking carry a heavy load because it literally felt like my leg was going to fucking pop out. Like to go through that journey. And like, you guys don't have to go through the same journey I went through, but your journey is the facts of the story that you lived. I love that. That's how you share and that's how you guide and that's how you connect and that's how you relate. Because here's the funny part. If you've gone through it, I can guarantee you close to a billion people have as well. Mm -hmm. Or they're struggling with the same thing and they yeah. need to go through what you just went through. And by you telling your story, you're inspiring them, motivating them and instilling a self-belief that they can make it through it because you did like a hundred percent. And something that I say inside the Academy all the time, and Jeff brought it up. Like we tell you guys, write content, like a value post, pain, problem, solution, vision. Like, cool. That's a good writer, I guess you could say, but a great writer, pain, problem, story, solution vision. And once again, you can still tell a story from a different perspective, like a client. It doesn't just have to be yours because the fact is the fact that you use these things to change this person's life. The fact is like, for example, for gut health, I like to use this as an example because like it's super easy. But if you had a client who's struggling with their digesting their carbs and they thought that's were bad for them, well, you can either just write a post about how people struggle with that. A lot of people think carbs are bad for me. Okay. Problem is, is well, you probably have a bad gut health solution eat probiotics and eat prebiotics to improve your gut health biome vision you'll be able to eat your favorite foods again someday well if you talk about how you took your client through all of this and made them realize that carbs are good for them they're someone reading that might be like wow 
carbs might be good for me too. And that right there is what's going to resonate them with your content. And in turn, not just, I'm not even thinking become a client. I'm thinking change their life. Dude, a thousand percent. Like if you guys really want to be exactly what you said you all wanted to be when you came into the 10K Academy, when you said you wanted to become an online coach, when you said you wanted to become a fucking in-person coach, the number one reason all of us become coaches is because we say we want to help people. We say we want to change their lives. We say we want to teach them the fucking truth that the fucking fitness industry has been spitting lies about for the last fucking 80 years. So why can't you tell your story? What is so bad about your story? Oh, well, I might get judged. Who gives a fuck? I'm a fucking two and a half year recovered fucking drug addict. What's the difference between you and me? I realized what you deem as fucking judge worthy. I deemed as a fucking truth. I deemed as a fucking story that could inspire a fucking generation of individuals to transform their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of it. you guys have to step up side of your fears tell that story and if you don't i mean that's your due diligence to the world what do you have to lose by telling the truth Mm -hmm. what do you have to lose about talking about what you've gone through and actually telling the story of your life what do you have to lose anybody you lose people who mind don't matter and people who matter don't mind oh i like that i like that a lot that's a good one seriously like if i fucking come to your page and give you shit for fucking telling your truth i don't fucking matter and you don't gotta worry about me and just fucking walk away like mm-hmm. you know what jeff have a great fucking sunshine filled day and i wish you all the best in your endeavors bye-bye mm-hmm. I, I think something that changed this was like a year and a half ago for me for my business is once I reached a certain point, the stories that I told all aligned with the movement that I created. Every story aligned with the fact that I was broken. I was broke and now I'm on the rise. From the ashes fitness, alone we fall, together we rise. So everything that I told ended up going towards the movement that I created. And that's what's going to really allow you, once you start telling your story, you're going to recognize how it can relate to the overall message and vision that you have of your business. And that is when people are going to be like, I want to be a part of that. I don't, I'm not coming in for the personal training. I'm coming in for the movement and I get the personal training with it. Dude, that's a fact. Like, why do people love Nike? Why do people love Adidas? Yep. Why do people love Under Armour? Why do people love a fucking DC skate shoes, right? It's it's what it represents to the end. Yep. It's the story that is represented by a logo. Yep, 100%. You are your own logo. And when you learn how to fucking actually embody your struggles as a movement, that's when you fucking will go to a different level. But before and you honestly, get there- if you're too afraid to tell a story, you might not hit that point in yeah. your business. That's exactly what I was about to say. But before you get to the, that fucking, that movement era, you've got to learn how to talk about your fucking struggles. Mm-hmm. Your story is going to be what allows you to get your first 20 to 30 clients. Then you start to identify your movement within those 20 to 30 clients because you're going to see a lot of similarities. And then boom, right there, next thing you know, that's when the vision happens. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something else I want to add. I just thought of it. Guys, don't just tell your story in a post. Tell it your stories. Tell it in your live. Like we talk, tell you, teach you guys this in the 10K Academy. Your lives can be like the exact same thing as your posts, like pain, problem, solution, vision it, add a story in. And especially right now, and even on TikToks, even on Reels, even on Facebook Reels, tell a story. And you're going to impact more and more people, and your business is going to grow because of it. So important. I fucking love that, dude. 
That was clean. Yeah, that was a good podcast episode. I like it. That was tight. Where can they find you, Jeff? Unless you have any closing words. We'll we'll do where they can find you and then closing words. Where you can find me, you can find me at Jeff Eden underscore fitness on Instagram. You can find me at Jeffrey Eden on Facebook and Jeff Eden on TikTok. I love it. And you guys can find me, Caleb, at xzistential underscore fitness. You can just type in Caleb Zisk. I know it's a mouthful. I'm not Bro, I can't even spell that. <laughs> okay, existential. So my, stop making fun of me. I thought it was pretty cool and clever because you know like, dude, it is. X, you know what it's about, right? Yeah. Existential crisis. Yeah, dude, that makes total like it makes sense, but I can't spell existential. So how the fuck am I gonna spell existential? I know. That's why I always say just search my name and I'll pop up. <laughs> Bro, the funny fucking part is right now is like in the apps that I'm learning, there I've gotten to the part where I have to learn how to spell in order to pass the fucking like that portion Ooh, of the, the fucking Spanish. So you can't yeah. even spell English. Now you spend spell Spanish. Right? And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and when I say that, guys, I give him a hard time because I can't spell either. Alina, oh. Alina, my better half, auto cracks everything if it wasn't for holly i wouldn't know how to spell right agreed agreed all right any final words stop being afraid of fucking truth your story is going to be more impactful and if you want to go from zero to three or three to ten or ten to twenty or twenty to fucking a hundred your story is what's going to take you there you don't need fucking ads that's a joke ads is just a fucking waste of money you need to learn how to tell your story and fuck the facts facts don't mean shit yep agreed all right guys have the best freaking day of your life thank you so much for tuning into another podcast episode and we will be back next week friday with another hijack but Brian will be back on Monday. So see you guys. Peace.